Welcome to 3 and D, your source for a great NBA talk from our spot here in the T dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. This week's three: development versus building value in your tradable assets. Which path should the Raptors take? LeBron takes some time off, and the Lakers drop a 25-point lead to the Thunder and lose the game. Is this something, or is it nothing? And finally, which team or players are you most excited to watch over the next month? My guest is Noor from the Parlay, from the Dishes and Dives podcast, from all over your internet, so you can check her out wherever. So please, sit back, relax, and let us walk you through three big stories from around the association. You have blown up. Like, you were at Raptors Media Day? You're... you're close no i wish it's been it's been really nice though i think uh it it honestly comes with the podcast itself i'm just lucky to be a part of dishes and dimes and uh it allowed me to be in a space where i can get recognized and yeah it's been it's been fun it's been busy but it's been really really nice no that's fantastic and you're and you're also doing some stuff with the parlay right we'll talk about that at the end but you're doing some yeah yeah I'm doing cool time with them currently, all the hosting, producing. It's a sports betting place as well, just because it just legalized in Canada, I believe, um, earlier this year. So they just launched in the summer. And um, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about it. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. No, that's fantastic. I I am not um, a sports better only because uh, the only kind of bets that I've made, I've lost every single one. So I'm like, "Ah, (laughs) this is not where the, you know. Not really my. It's nerve wracking for sure. Well, you know, listen, I actually think it's great, and I, you know, and I, the more, to be honest, the more you, uh, I, I follow the parlay, and I follow you, and I follow some other people who are on the, who do put video and content towards it, and I'm like, this is really cool, and I'm, you're breaking things down, and I like things, but at the same time, I'm like, but I'm just gonna lose. I'm literally just gonna. Why don't I just make, <laughs> make my app? Here you go. We're done. Um, no, you, I feel yeah. If you hear any noise in the background, that's my dog. So that's also to the listeners. You can. Hear uh, that's big, welcome. My big dog is deciding that uh, now is the, her time to bark. Of course, when the minute I sit down to record. So all that being I said, love it. she's a part of it too. Yeah. Well, she listen. Uh, the only reason my dog's not on the podcast is then it would be literally it would be three and D with Dave's dog featuring. <laughs> you know, like she she's a, she's a star. Um, there's gonna be a market for that <laughs> listen i'm sure that there's some i'm you know what i'm not even sure that i'm the only basketball dog related podcast out there. <laughs> there's probably another one bill simmons and his dog will probably you know steal all my uh all my material anyway sorry <laughs> you know. oh, anyway, let's jump right into real topics and get get going shall we absolutely i'm ready Okay, so the Raptors are off to a better start than I think most people would have thought, right? Four and three heading into tonight. We're recording this Monday, about an hour before tip-off in New York, um, for what they're calling the Diamond Anniversary game or something like that. I don't know. I don't fully understand how, if the first game was played in Toronto, why you wouldn't have this game back in Toronto and not at MSG, but that's just for me. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I can go on into the, all these weird things that the NBA is doing. But my biggest thing is, the development model versus building value for the assets. Like right now, uh, arguably our most tradable asset is uh, for the Raptors is um, Drogic, but he hasn't, he's, he's racking up the DNPs and clearly we're putting out the young guys and letting the development model go. Right. 
So which way do you go? Do you try and build value for your for your tradable assets, or do you lean more towards, hey, you know, let the kids play? Yeah, I think that's that's kind of difficult, especially in this situation, just because um, with with Dragic, it's kind of like um, because he does have a suitor outside of Toronto, being the Mavericks and all. Um, really, we're not I, I really. Hadn't heard. I hadn't heard anything about that, Noor. But tell me more. Yeah, yeah, actually, I think right before he even got um, traded to Toronto, he expressed he wanted to go play with Luca. Luca and Mark were like very adamant on him joining Mavericks. Um, it, I think it was supposed to, a, a lot of us were thinking that he was, it was going to be like, this was not going to be Drogic's, um final destination. Like he was going to be, there was going to be an additional stop for him and in, um, in, um, yeah, with the Mavericks. But um, I guess we, nothing happened or maybe they're waiting on his contract because they don't want to give anything back for him because you know if he wants to go there anyway kind of the same thing as Lowry where you could have just traded him but they were like you know what he wants to come here anyway so we're just going to hold out on that um so I think that's kind of the same thing that happened with the Mavs and mm-hmm. my understanding is that perhaps they have a, a maybe I don't know who knows behind the scenes but because it was so obvious and they were all so adamant about him joining the Mavs um it could be that you know maybe halfway through the season or even next year like he sh- he could not be a Raptor and he could very much be a Maverick oh. um so I think with him, like, it's a little bit different just because he could have a place to go. But um, I do get what you mean in the sense of, do you want to develop your stars or do you want to create some tradable assets? Um, and I think the direction that that Nick Nurse and, and uh, Nick Nurse, Masai and Bobby have taken with this team and what they um, reiterate at every press conference constantly is that this is a young team and they want to see them grow. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we want to do, I think their, their focus is on, on developing these young guys. And um, while I do see obviously the importance in being able to trade for assets, because that's kind of how we've gone out and gotten our guys before, right? Like we've been able to trade for them. Um, We've gone our superstars through those trades, like creating, having DeMar kind of developing him and then putting him up for, you know, the pig for auction and getting Kawhi out of it. Um, So I I think uh, yeah, it's kind of sad, but unfortunately, no, it fits. It's yeah, it does fit. Um, yeah, so I was just like, I think for that, like, it's it's a little bit like, do you want to see what you what kind of talent that you have? Because this is the first time we were really able to um, get ourselves that high in the draft and get some um, uh, you know assets back that you can put in your in your development program and just see what happens out of it. And um, I think that's kind of what they want to do. And I think that's what I would do with this team too, just because Scotty has been so promising. And I thought of Scotty, even Delano yeah, no, has I, been. Yeah, no, I agree. Right? Uh, yeah, no, I was talking to, um, on the first episode of this season, I was talking to um, my, my neighbor, neighbor Brando, uh, <laughs> friend of the show. Uh, and he, oh. he and I were talking about it. And the same thing, like Delano, Ben, I think is, is, almost like i'm not gonna say it's found money because obviously you drafted him you thought something highly enough of him but to 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 pick him and clearly he's you know he's on the team like he there was never any doubt like a bit was like david johnson where you're like oh he's probably gonna play in you know uh mm-hmm. down in the 905 and bunch and, and bantam may still get you know some of those some of those days but he's clearly you know part of this team now and he's on the focus and i think it's a bit of it like found money like you found something you gotta i think you know, with the right mentoring and the right coaching, 
you've got you've got something in this kid, right? Like he can play. He can play at this yeah. level. Um, for sure and he's fearless that's kind of one of the main things that you need in a young guy right like just get him in the mode where he's not scared of anything and just build off of that that so he never gets scared of anything well exactly and to your point about Barnes I mean he's been I I, listen I don't think anybody even the stuff (laughs) Barnes like love fest that that happened the night he was picked I don't think anybody thought he was gonna be this far along this in his game like his game has has the best way to describe it, he's got a maturity to his game he, because he has a slowness to his game. I, which isn't to say he doesn't play fast, but you know what I mean. Like he's just he's he yeah. slows the game down in a way that a lot of rookies don't. And um, like it's not even a question that he's the leader for rookie of the year seven games into the season, which is you know slow your roll. Which down. is crazy because I was hearing from people that they were even surprised that he was going to fall top five. Yeah. They were expecting like you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I think the thing, uh, so my so my question about development, though, is, guys, you have, like, Drogic is obviously, we all know where he's going to end up, right? We all know where Drogic is, is going to land. He's going to land in Dallas. By hook or by crook, he'll end up somehow there. The... Yeah, I think so, too. I think uh, um, even with Precious, as much as I like his tenacity and maybe he's able to develop the way that other guys are able to too um I just uh I just don't know if they're the center guys that we need you know mm-hmm. like I just don't know if they, if they fit our future vision um especially with the guys that we have right now so no I think you're right I think that we could even see um a center rotation shift between the two of them sometime this season yeah I think so too and I think like I said before if Moses Brown who seems to be the target that the Raptors really like as another young big. Mm. Um, if he's included, if they can get him out of Dallas for, for Drogic, I think that they'll make that move. But Brown isn't eligible until mid-December, I think, December 15th, I think it's his, because he was traded in the offseason. So it's one of those fun NBA yeah. rules. Can't trade a guy after a certain day. You know, just long enough for him to get comfortable in his apartment before he has to pack up. <laughs> yeah. I, think that's, I think that's the rule there. So, um, you know, we'll put a bow on this qu- particular question then. Do you like the young pieces the Raptors have, you know, right now? Like, assuming that Fred and Pascal are probably not young pieces, but they're like young vets. But, you know, the Gary mm-hmm. Trent's, the Delano's, the Scotties, do you like those guys? Yeah, I do. I think, uh, like, of course, Scotty, Delano, um, even I'm still a Malachi fan. I I think we'll probably get some Malachi minutes tonight without Scotty playing. And if we don't, Nick Nurse is going to find his head on a stick somewhere, probably. Um, <laughs> like, he's Malachi has been great. Um, Scotty, Delano, all the young guys, um, even the guys off the bench. Um, I'm completely blanking on names. David no, Johnson. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. The you know, guy. all those guys, exactly. Yeah, so like, like they've Utah, all been fantastic. Even Utah's a pretty yeah. young guy. Yeah, absolutely. And Utah has the biggest heart, like, heart on the court that I've yeah. seen. The, the hustle in all these guys has been crazy. And I feel like um, for sure we don't have the experience or the chemistry as much as we want it yet. But when you have guys who are as young as they are and who have the stamina like they do, you're always going to have a fight. That's why we're always making that fake comeback at the end of a fourth quarter. It's always happening. Yeah. My my only my only thing with a team this young is that, you know, they used probably a couple of years ago in the championship run, they were having like team dinners at like, you know, like steakhouses and things like that. And now they're gonna have to have their team dinners at like Dave and Buster's to play video games. 
<laughs> Chuck E. Cheese's. Yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everyone's getting everyone's getting carded on the way in. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's switch it up. Let's talk about something. Is this something, or is it, you know, I always like to play a game with you. Last time we played, where <laughs> where in Canada could teams move if the pandemic shut the things down? Love it. We still, you know, I'm still looking for the Miami Heat in Montreal. Jimmy Butler <laughs> and uh, Tyler Hero and those guys in Montreal would just be incredible. But I want to play another game. I want to play something or nothing. Is this something or is this nothing? LeBron James announces, you know, the Lakers like, oh, we're going to come in. We're taking the marathon approach, which is such a such a douchebag thing to say. Sorry <laughs> to say. We're taking the marathon approach to the season. Listen, you're giving him rest. He's an old guy. We get it. Uh, load management, all those fun things. But he takes the night off, and he says he's going to take a couple nights off. And they lose; they were up by twenty-five to the to the Thunder, and lost. It's the greatest, the yeah. biggest loss, um, blown lead in Laker history. Is this something, or is this nothing? I think it's a whole lot of something. I'll be honest; I was not a Lakers fan when um, LeBron decided to go there. Mm-hmm. I just since he's been there. You know, it's LeBron running the GM train. No one else really has to say that LeBron does. And I just, I don't think he's been able to curate his roster to what it should be. Like, you have a whole lot of big names there. But are you really banking on ISO basketball the entire time? I feel like... Sorry. No, I'm 100% with you. Look, I, I've, I've referred to that team. I said all of the Laker games will be starting at 4.30 so they can make the buffet. This is, you know, their theme song is, is thank you for being a friend, Golden Girl. <laughs> like that, that team is honestly. They're ancient. They're, exactly. They should all be in the Hall of Fame this year. The, you know how they have like the official beers and the official this of the, you know, of the teams, like the Raptors official bank is Tangerine and all those things. Honestly, the official scent of, uh, of the, of the Los Angeles Lakers is Ben Gay. Like it's, they're so <laughs> old. I mean, you can't, yeah. and you can't, I mean, listen, I'm not saying, you know, anybody can blow, these are NBA players, but the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are not a good team. Mm-hmm. They're just, and they didn't even have, shot, like, our, our guy. And they're probably actively still tanking to get another no. pick. Oh, well, they, listen, I think Sam Presti's goal is to have every pick from 2024 through 2027. He just wants all. Yeah, there's something weird happening there. Someone needs to look into it. Somehow, you know what the best thing is? Sam Presti somehow has sold his ownership group that that youth that a youth movement is required, and they're all like, "Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, rebuild. Okay, okay." <laughs> he just has no timetable, so he can just perpetually be, you know, we're 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 coming around the corner. We're just near the corner. I think we can see the corner. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, anyway, it doesn't make any sense. But to me, that's that Laker team. That's that's worrisome if you're a Laker fan or if you're in a Lakers. Um, ownership and, and, and management like that team is if lebron goes down as he you know and he was out yeah you, you should be able to win with anthony davis and russell westbrook like you should oh, yeah mm-hmm. to, to, to knock down something you know carmelo anthony is basically you know coming in and being a volume scorer that's what he's done his whole career like it's nothing new but like at this point even you know like you you have nothing nothing um, if you don't have LeBron, and that to me is problematic because LeBron is not listen. LeBron's one of the greatest of all times. So you, you can argue that he's the goat. Him and Michael back and forth, but realistically, LeBron's not LeBron from even three years ago. Like the yeah. miles are starting to add up. 
And oh, he, absolutely. And if he steps out of the, that game and you play with Street Clothes Davis, still the best nickname of all time, um, <laughs> and Russell Westbrook, who you know hasn't made a shot, he he won't uh, he won't take six hundred times. Like I don't know, I don't I don't see it. All these predictions of the of the of the the Nets Lakers final, I I don't know if I see it. Yeah, I uh, I I've been. I just have never seen the vision. I think this year I was like, you know what, finally perhaps adding, even then I was like, you're adding Russell Westbrook, your entire problem from the get-go has been ball movement. How do you think adding Westbrook is going to help that? <laughs> if anything, you need three more balls for you guys now. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. They have, no. they also lost d- defense, right? Like, when you lose Caruso, you, you lost a big part of your defense. You added Carmelo, so you also lost defense there too. And um, they they just lack. I think they need to develop their chemistry still. They still have a long ways to go. There's clearly a lot of locker room troubles happening, and that's obviously spilling on the court. Um, and we're able to see that. Yeah, let's take, um, let's take it like in case people don't know. Let's take a moment. There was that fight on the bench between Davis and mm-hmm. and Howard. What was that? I. Couldn't even tell you. But did, oh, did you? But did they have anything figured out? Like, were they able they to? They never made it. They never made an announcement about it. But I, I saw oh, okay. some stuff. I saw some good stuff, uh, on both real and hilarious, on Twitter. You know, <laughs> where literally they were like arguing over like whose job it is to 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 box out and close out. Because if you look at it, it came after this this timeout where they, they blew coverage, right? And yeah. White Howard, at this point, your job, your only job is to is to box out and block. Like if you're asking Anthony Davis to do that and you're gonna be the scorer, the Lakers are in real trouble. But mm-hmm. more to that and hilarious to that was <laughs> Anthony Davis made the top seventy five. Dwight Howard, you did not. And so there was there was, a, <laughs> there was a fight as to like sit down, you don't tell me what to do. I'm set top seventy five, you're wherever <laughs> you are. It, yeah, so they got some trouble right in the locker room. They got all kinds of issues. And to your point about Russell Westbrook, like, my goodness, the one thing that everyone said you needed was space on guys who space the floor and guys who can move the ball. Uh, You brought in Westbrook and you got nothing. To this day, I'm still like, why did you not go grab Chris Paul? I still don't get it. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, or even the other deal that they had on the table for Kuzma, which was Buddy Heald. Yeah, Buddy oh Hield. my goodness, exactly. Buddy Heald is exactly yeah, you're what you need. Facilitator. Buddy Heald will be, you know, you can turn LeBron into magic and then have Buddy Heald just <laughs> dive to the corner and hit threes. All, like that's literally what his nickname is Buddy Buckets. It's what he does. <laughs> he doesn't, you're not getting any more defense, but you weren't really getting that much defense out of Westbrook. And like you said, exactly. I mean, replacing Caruso with, um, with Carmelo gets you, you know, a few more points, but it's like replacing a door with a turnstile. Like you're just like on defense. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. Now look at what Caruso is doing with the Bulls. They're five one. They're leading the East. Like defense gets you places. And I, like I said, like defense. Sorry. Some someone on that team's got to play defense, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, like, I guess they, it's me. Yeah. I was gonna say they like paired him perfectly too because they're like you got what we got DeRozan someone's gotta pick up DeRozan slack so they brought Caruso in. Well, you know, and we, yeah, let's talk. A, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the Bulls for a second. I know that wasn't on our uh, a rundown, but who cares? We can throw that out. We're we're in charge of the show. Uh, <laughs> are the Bulls something, or is this nothing? Are we getting too excited about the Bulls with their five and one start? They're leading the East, and exactly. I think uh, the Bulls, um, the Knicks. The Wizards, um, they're all kind of in this place right now where I'm like, it's too early. 
I don't know. You know, oh, like the, if you fair. just look at the Eastern Conference, you just you have no idea like what's happening. Except, Bucks are. Except that we can ahead, say sorry? the Knicks. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. The Knicks are for real. They're winning everything. <laughs> My beloved New York Knicks are coming back. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be hell to play in the Garden. You know, uh, RJ is clearly the second coming of a combination of you know uh, Scottie Pippen and John Starks. It's, it's like we merge <laughs> one guy and we came. Like, I'm kidding, obviously. I agree with you 100. I think it's too early. No, I do. I do got to say that basketball is so much more fun when MSG is bumping. That's right. when you want basketball. Right. Have you been? Have you ever been? No, I haven't. But it's on my list. I got it. So, I, a quick story just to to, to tell you. So my my friend and I grew up. Um, he grew up in Toronto. I grew up in Ottawa. We we met here in in Toronto at school. He and I bonded over our love of the Knicks. And our hatred of Reggie Miller, but our love of Reggie Miller, but our hatred of Reggie Miller. So in 2003-ish, I think it was 2003, 2004, it's Miller's last game at the Garden. And we're like, we got to go. We got to go. So we go to New York City. We fly into New York City at like noon and we have like, a, we're flying out like after the game. It was like just for the game. We get in, we get great seats. We're in the 200s, but the way the Garden, the old Garden configuration, the 200s are like hanging out well over the 100s. So it's like basically being in like, an upper version of like the mid 100s right fantastic seats mm-hmm. miller comes on the court and the entire crowd loses it they're just like boo all this stuff this guy is in front of us with his like i don't know, maybe 10 maybe 12 year old kid and the kid's like you suck you suck miller you suck his dad goes that's not how you do that son and i was like oh he's gonna tell him you know to be polite and be respectful no no this is new york city <laughs> He goes, you really got to let him fucking hear it. And so I swear to God, this 12-year-old kid starts telling Miller, you fucking idiot. You fucking suck. <laughs> Fuck you, Reggie. Like this 12-year-old just unloads like it's like Andrew Dice Clay doing stand. It's just, he's just unloading this this unbelievable like stream of curse words. I've never heard it. so many F-bombs, you know, like right after one after the other. It's the greatest. New- I was like, clearly we're in New York City. That's. So fun! That's hilarious. That yeah. is literally NYC to a to a T. That, That's that so like, funny. That is that that is Knicks fans. Now, of course, the Knicks end up yeah. like seven or eight points that night, and Miller, you know, had a three in the fourth quarter and was chilling. Oh, by I the love four minute But I was like, this is incredible. Just, <laughs> but the arena is amazing. The Knicks, you know, the the it, it like when when it's rocking and it was rocking that night. When it's rocking, it is one of the best places you'll ever see a game in your mm-hmm. life. Um, you know, no disrespect, bank, but it is it is literally a, a, a in Mecca, a temple of basketball, and yeah. the level of like passion that they have for the sport is incredible. And obviously, you know, if you can find a twelve year old to sit behind, you know, eat all the, all the <laughs> yeah, all make the sure to do that. <laughs> just, 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 just I'm, I swear, just dropping haymakers on them. I was like, I've that never combinations of funniest thing. And his dad, was just like, his dad was just sitting there with like the pride that you would have, you know. Like, I was gonna say he's this so is the proud. greatest moment of his his dad's life too, because he's like, fine. He's like, I may not be able to make it to the court, but at least my son and I can harass professional athletes. Just <laughs> choking up. It brings families together. It's beautiful. No, <laughs> nothing like the, the the shared hatred of Richie Miller. Uh, some lovely trash talking for family time oh Love this, it. listen i'm like i'm sure that like if this was like no actually no, i say that i'm like probably not he probably just lets you know kid drop f-bombs all day but like literally this is like 
sweet little thing. He's like, that's not how you do it, son. You have to do it properly. And he just, un- <laughs> you got you to gotta unload. You just got to unload. All right. Let's switch it up. My, my, my Knicks, you know, beloved, beloved Knicks. <laughs> but which team or player, this is topic three, which team or player are mm-hmm. you most excited about to watch over the next month? I'm not going to say the whole season because we know, you know, mm-hmm. all the storylines, but like for the next month, who's, who's sort of piqued your interest? Ooh, okay. Um, so this kind of, I think, rolls into your last question too, because I think, like I said, the Eastern Conference is just so interesting right now. You don't know what's going to happen. Even with, um, with uh, you know, Kyrie out, I think now it's, it's become even more um, platonic you know, mm-hmm. and, but the Bucks are not really able to, I'm not sure what's happening with them. I'll be it's honest. I haven't really watched are. a Bucks game yet. Every, oh, injuries, every, right? Oh, everyone's out. Drew Holiday is out. Uh, Middleton is out. You know, it's, uh, what I'm seeing, um, Pat Connaughton and um, Grayson Allen playing like 30 minutes a game. I know that something's up. Something's happening. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, right? Um, and, and the worst part is like when you start off slow, sometimes it catches up to you because then you have to play a lot of catch up. And these teams that just added these new guys and well, besides the Knicks, right? Like they're they're doing really well. Like Washington too. Washington's on five one. Um, they added. Yeah. Are the Wizards yeah, five one? Montrezl Harrell's having the games of his life right now. Um, Dinwiddie's going crazy. Um, Kuzma is also helping out, and then obviously there's, there's Bradley Beal. So yeah. no, no, yeah. Been... yeah. And if Davis Bertans gives them anything because he hasn't given them anything yet, that team look could could, mm-hmm. could surprise people. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, there's just there's so much parity right now in mm-hmm. the East that you just don't have any idea, and that's why it's just so interesting because you're just like, and all these teams have new guys. Like when the season started, I was like, I need to have a visual. Um, map to see what happened in the off season, who went Absolutely. where. Because I'll watch a game and I'll be like, "Oh, this guy's here. I thought yeah, he was oh, there." I, like you know, yeah, 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 completely. Well, I was, so, well, I was watching San Antonio, Milwaukee. Was was San Antonio, Milwaukee? I don't even remember. But um, San Antonio it was a San Antonio game with I can't remember who they're playing with. But like I say, Milwaukee because I'm like Brent Forbes. Wasn't he here before? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's this is his second time around. I'm like, good gosh, these guys are like. There's no, I mean, there's no loyalty on either side. I don't blame players for taking money and yeah. on anywhere, but at the same time, like, my, it literally is just like laundry. It's like, ah, I just changed my shirt. I went from a Spurs shirt to a. Yeah, I saw PJ Tucker on Miami, and I was like, didn't he just win with the Bucks? What's, yeah, yeah. Like, what's it's he doing with Miami? It's it's crazy. <laughs> well, Miami threw him like guaranteed. Like he's he's what thirty five. Yeah. They threw him like a uh, guaranteed a big big money guaranteed deal, and he was like, so wait. You want me as an old guy to live in South Beach? No problem. <laughs> no. You want me to retire now? Okay, yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll, and you want to give me Kyle Lowry again? Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's it, right? Like, my goodness. That might see. That's the team I think. So I had two. Yeah. I had, my team was Miami. I really want to see if Miami is legit because they look really good. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. I don't see a, a a real big flaw in their game. Obviously, the players. Yeah. Let's go, but I mean, if they can stay healthy, that team, that team looks. I mean, again, you just plugged in the most underrated. I'm going to say it, the most underrated superstar point guard in the league in Kyle Lowry. A thousand percent, and I think that. No, absolutely, and I think that's been a big problem too, because um, ever even ever since he made the move, like 
I thought you would hear a lot more buzz about Miami and everything, but people still have them underrated because the most, like you said, the most underrated superstar just joined them. So he's going to get disrespected again, but yep. you, they don't. And now I'm just seeing Miami fans come around on this idea where they're like, wow, actually look at the, don't look at the box score, look at the game. That's yeah. how Kyle Lowry impacts the game. And we're like, yeah. we've been having this goddamn fight for eight years. We've been yeah. trying to tell you. Yeah. Y'all didn't listen. Now now that he's hanging out and driving his Ferrari and playing golf every day, you're like, oh, looks yeah. good to play. We're like, yeah. That's why we're <laughs> we've been telling good. You. That's why we won the championship. Because we have exactly. this guy. And, and that's my, I think my favorite position is a point guard because like that's the engine of the floor. And when you have a very competent engine on the floor, he's only going to make everyone around him good. And that's yeah. exactly what Kyle Lowry does. No, and that's exactly what happened. And they, you know, they took a, a good team in Miami that I think was affected disproportionately by, by the bubble, you know, like they mm-hmm. both good ways, like they, they got a chance to play in the bubble and just go there. But then I think they were worn out in this tight turnaround. The Lakers, we saw the same thing, right? The Lakers and the heat were in the finals and both of them went out in the first round and not, you know, not well. They went out like they got their ass handed to them. Let's be honest. In yeah. the first round place, because the turnaround was so tight. Like they played. They had like what six weeks before they had to turn around and play another season. The, the two teams in the finals. That's a lot. But this Miami team mm-hmm. is legit. And um, you know, if you slept on Bam Adebayo, or you thought maybe Tyler Hero was a um, flash in the pan, I think I got something for you. These, these this this team is real. This team is, and I and with a team like if Milwaukee doesn't get themselves together, and you know. I'm not yeah. sold on Philly until I see what they can get from Ben Simmons because whether they 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 can say all that they want, but I don't think Ben's I think the Ben Simmons thing is kind of in their heads. I don't I don't see Philly as as a complete team until they get whatever they're going to get from. Mm-hmm. But player wise, the guy I really want to watch, um, I is you know when maybe it's an obvious one, but like I just want to watch Devin Booker all day. Yeah, <laughs> like. Phoenix is not so the, good. The, the hottest start, but it's like once Booker decides to like, I'm going to just, I'm going to go full Kobe on this. I'm just going to like, mm-hmm. I know I have Chris Paul and I know I've got, you know, bridges and I've got a team, but like, you know what? doesn't matter. I'm going to go like four, fourth quarter is mine. Just give me the ball and, and get out the way. Yep. He's so good. He, and his defense has come along so that he, he's not a pylon anymore. You know, like he was that for a little bit, but he's, 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 he's yeah. defending now. And you're like, this guy's scary. It's scary how good um, Phoenix could be with, with a Devin Booker. Um, going yeah, forward. absolutely. And then they should, I think the Western Conference should still be on, on edge. Like, I don't think Suns making it to the final level was a fluke or anything like that. Um, they they did it well and they beat teams to do it. And they still have the same people intact. If I, and Chris Paul's kind of like um, Lowry, where like, of course, the older you get, like, you're not going to be as fast anymore. But it's almost like your mind makes up for it. Like, well, it just gets sharper. Well, when you have a guy who sees and thinks the game the way Chris Paul, like, you have to, you know, like, point guards are, like you said, they're the ends of the team, the coaches on the floor, all those things. Mm-hmm. But when you look at a guy like Chris Paul, who... Early in his career, you might say he was more like played with his, his athleticism, but he's always played with his with his head, which meant his game was always going to age well. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. you know, the Suns don't need to be the Suns of old, whether you know seven seconds or less. Like they, they're not a they don't have to be a running team because we've got Chris Paul. He can get out and break, and but most of the time, if they're running, you dump the ball to Booker or, or Bridges, and you just you know, off you go. But if you need if you need a bucket in a tight game, and you need someone to to get you that play, Chris. Uh, 
Chris Paul is 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 the best in the business. Like absolutely. So I want to watch Devin Booker because I just want to watch Devin Booker over the next month come into his powers <laughs> and realize he's like, oh yeah, this is you know this is legit. I'm gonna like power up and just go. Um, mm-hmm. Miami Heat. I just I want to see if that team's for real because if they if they keep it up like this, look out it come the playoffs because they can shut down anybody. They can shut yep. down anybody. So I think those are kind of fun. Uh, who's getting fired? Who, which coach is getting fired? This is just an off the off the top of my head, but like someone's like last year, almost no coaches got fired except for our boy, <laughs> except for our boy Nate Bjorkman. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Who goes? The most huh. predictable news. He's he's right back on the bench with the Raptors. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. You know, when you're tight with Nick Nurse, you you bet you bet you just have a job. But yeah, is there a coach that you're like hot seating? Like mm, this is I gotta watch this one. Uh there's two. Oh. Um, Frank Vogel. I yep. you know I think uh, GM LeBron might make that call. So you never know. Yeah. And uh, sorry. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Frank Vogel's on that seat is warming up. The more... I think he's on a hot seat. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I still think that um um well I while I do think Bud the championship bought him a couple years um I still think that if like depending on how this year goes like let's say they end this year kind of embarrassingly yeah. um he still could be in a bad position too. oh yeah yeah no absolutely uh I got one more how about you? So Vogel, Vogel you got you got him I I think James Borrego in Charlotte I think expectations oh, true. so high in Charlotte now especially like I was watching the NBA TV or something the other night and they were saying like, you know, uh, LaMelo and uh, Bridges are the two, like Ball and Bridges are the, are the two most exciting duo in the, in the NBA, which I'm like, that's a lot. That's, <laughs> to say that the most exciting duo in the NBA, I, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Have, <laughs> you, have you not seen our boys? No. <laughs> but like that's a pretty bold claim. So I think when the, the hype train is, is 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 in full steam there. And I think if Charlotte yeah, absolutely. doesn't start to, you know, you know, I think I think everyone has them pegged as this year's Knicks, the team that's like kinda underestimated or they finished top four, top five. Mm-hmm. But if that doesn't happen, I think James Borrego is gonna be sitting, you know, on the unemployment line. I honestly, you know, like you're not a big name coach. You're not necessarily a guy who's going to attract a lot of things, but you know he's he's, he's mm-hmm. building that team. But I think if that team doesn't get off to uh, or does it, or stumbles at all, I think there, there's going to be a lot of expectation to move him out. Kind of like Larry Drew last year with uh, with uh, Atlanta, right? Where you just feel like this is a team right. that can win. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to go get another guy. So I think there's. I agree too because I feel like also this is kind of like the right year to do it when the East is so um, question marky everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, this is kind of your time to take advantage of it. And if you can't, then you're probably going to get sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you have, especially when you have a team, like everybody, like the, the Charlotte, everyone likes Charlotte. Like if you think of like LaMelo Ball, yeah, I like that guy. Uh, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that guy. Or sorry, Miles Bridges. I like that guy. Gordon Hayward. Yeah. He's pretty good. PJ Washington underrated. Yeah. Like there's a lot of guys who, you know, Kelly Oubre is on that team, right? Like, this yeah. is a team of guys who everyone kind of thinks that, like a little more highly. Maybe maybe they rate them a little too highly because I'm I'm not I'm not sold on Ubre. I mean that guy has got yeah. like the best tunnel fashion in the league. He's up there, like he's top five tunnel fashion. <laughs> I don't know if that translates onto the court all the time, but like let's be honest, his fit is 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 really good. But 
you know, if this team doesn't start, doesn't doesn't make start making moves, I think that the you know Jan Borrego's out, and uh, maybe they'll give it to our boy Jay Triano. He's he's the yeah. Who uh, knows? He's the assistant in Charlotte, so you know, man, Jay Triano. You know, That's true. That's fourth true. Fourth times the charm. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, poor guy. So Nor. Michael, make the call. <laughs> so let's let's uh, yeah. Well, you're 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 tight with him, Jay. You can you can you can. You yeah. Can. I'll show you my text right after. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, exactly. I got you. Obviously. Got you, Hornets. I, yeah, I know you didn't want to flex on us too much about how we now. <laughs> so I appreciate quickly, you us, letting me stay humble. Sorry, go ahead. Your, tell us a little bit about your gig here with the parlay. Tell us a little bit about what, uh, how we can, well, first of all, what can we can expect? And, and tell us a little bit about your gig there. Of course. So you can follow um, the parlay anywhere on any social media It's just the parlay. And it's, um, I think one of the one of the only or one of the newest um, uh, sports media companies in Canada that's based off sports gambling. And that just got legalized here earlier this year. So I've been doing hosting, writing, producing um, a bunch of everything just dabbling here and there so um yeah follow us we can hopefully make you some money and if we don't then i don't know you you never followed us <laughs> block us i don't want to hear it don't block but that's pretty much it <laughs> you're not, you're not, and you're not limited just to basketball right like you're, you're you're doing football content i saw yeah well they i've gotten so much creative freedom there it's crazy i'm also also starting to do pop culture with them too um just covering media like um pop culture everything so you know movies music everything so yeah if you guys want to follow along parlay that's where you'll find me well you'll also find a lot of other um young rejuvenated minds who are just sports hungry and uh yeah i really really appreciate it thank you no no no, you got it's a really good lineup of, of experts and the people who are you know prognosticating and giving you all the stuff so i really do um, recommend <laughs> even if you're like me and you're not really a better you just want like i just like the content i think it's i think it's it's a it's a cool approach to it right it's not it's not tr- sort of the traditional sort of like let's go down the odds. like it's 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 good it's it's good stuff i do also want to shout out that the dishes and diamonds is back right yes we we just recorded our first podcast yesterday i believe it was with yasmin and sandy yeah that's out too you can check it out on any streaming service um we're back baby and is back so we're back yeah exactly and <laughs> and, and uh, i've said it before and i'll say it again it's it's one of the great podcasts um basketball podcast period um i'm not gonna say yeah. canadian i'm not gonna say women stuff because i, I don't you know <laughs> labels honestly it's just a really great listen it um it's a really strong, really great basketball podcast. A lot of fun. So check them out after you check out our show, my show, this show, and then <laughs> check this one first. Exactly. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm perfectly fine if you, if you listen to. You <laughs> I, I am. I would like to have this one checked out first. I came with my knowledge today, David. You did. You, I you, took some notes. You, oh, whoa, she did homework. <laughs> she did her homework. I All right. Some research. Well, I, the, te- the, the teacher in me is very, you know, is very excited by that. <laughs> Thank you. Nora, always great to talk to you. Um, I can't wait to talk to you again later on this season. Of course. You know where to find me. I'll be always available for you, David. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. We'll talk again soon. You as well. Take care. Have a great one. Go Raptors. Bye. Bye. Well, that's the show for this week. Thank you so much to my guest, Noor, for jumping on. 
Again, follow her wherever your social uh, take you. You can follow her at the Parlay, Dishes and Dimes, all kinds of great uh, content. So thanks again to Noor. If you like the show, please like, share, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify is a great spot for that. You can follow me on Instagram at dlevitt, D-L-E-A-V-I-T-T, or at DLTO on Twitter, either or. uh, Lots of basketball takes, my sports takes, comments of that nature. So that's the show. We'll be back again next week with another guest, another good three topics from around the association. We'll talk to you again in seven days.